Welcome to the Mobiga Podcast. We're talking all things movies, video games, and more. My name is Steven, joined today by Austin. Greetings. Brian. Hello, hello. I said it weird, but I said your actual name. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with me, dude? Yeah, that's a that's like the <laughs> second time that's done? ever happened. That's first time, second time? People though? are probably like, who the freak is Brian? Oh man, where's Byron? Um, welcome New everyone. Panelist. New panelists here, guys. Um <clears throat> Welcome to the both of you and to our listeners, viewers. We're happy you're here tonight, today, whatever time of day it is. We got a wild show today, tonight, whatever time of day it is. Um, mm. it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy. Um, before we get into that, just a reminder: we stream our podcast every Moviga Monday at eight PM on Twitch, also on our website with a sweet chat box in there where you can put gifts and stuff in as well. Gifts, or as Asia would say, gifs. Um, That's wrong. What? Whatever That's you prefer. Wrong. What's nope. wrong? Gif. Oh yeah, yeah. Gif is right. Yeah. What you're saying, I, I was agree. wrong. Which I agree that it is, but yeah. <laughs> graphics interchange format or giraffics. Right? Yep, that's right. It's graphics yeah. either way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't say graphics. I guess Asia does. I don't know. Yeah. I've never asked her. I've never. Spoken she, about graphics. Yep. With her. Then how do you how do you how do you say the brand of the peanut butter? <laughs> Gif, that's spelled dude. differently. Choose your mom's. Choose Gif. Skippy, Skippy dude. <laughs> Peter uh-huh. Pan. Peter yeah. Pan. <laughs> what a weird name for peanut butter. Who was like like I guys? I got it's it. So random. I walked into the marketing meeting. He was like, "Hey, I've had a vision, guys. <laughs> the license just lapsed. P- you guys P- know that movie, P- Peter Pan." Nut. Peter Pan. <laughs> I got it. That's, that's how they That's like exactly. Yeah. Like they both start with P. Peter. P, P, Peter Pan. Genius. <laughs> he picked picked a pack of pickled peppers. Somebody probably accidentally said Peter Butter or, or Peanut Pan, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, hey, it's kind of kind of works." Anyway, uh... <clears throat> we're partying tonight, and we probably won't oh, yeah. talk about peanut butter the rest of the night, but we might. I mean, day, whatever time of Maybe. day it is. Um, but uh, definitely check us out, Moviga Monday, 8 p.m. on Twitch on our website. We're also streaming multiple things throughout the week. We got the Moviga Lounge. We got Game Pass for Play. We got Fortnite Fridays and other things throughout the week. So check us out on Twitch. Check us out on our website. While you're on our website, check out everywhere else we are. Um, you can hop on our socials, hop on our Discord. Uh, where we post our weekly discussion question, and you could just hang out and chill and talk about whatever else. Talk about peanut butter, talk about Peter Pan, or both at the same time. Um, but we're chilling. One quick announcement. We're going to be at Tantrum Con. Hey! January 25th through the 28th, I think. Yep. Which is, as we're recording, this weekend. I'm stoked. Um, yep. Brian, Justin, and myself plus a couple other people from our game nights that we host every month locally. Um, so it's going to be great. Oh, I forgot to reply to you about that. Wow, Sorry. dude. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, you asked about it. the logo. Super, super interesting oh, yeah. topic. It just like struck my brain when you said that. And I was like, whoops. Lightning just struck my brain. <laughs> Lightning. No, come on. Struck my brain. Um, Peter Pan. I know exactly... <laughs> is it? Oh, it is Peter Pan. It's Mr. Smee. It's Hook. 
Well, yeah, but it's Mr. Smee who says it, right? Struck my brain. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah, so if you're going to... Pirates of the Caribbean. I was going to be close. close Pirates of Neverland. Pirates um, of the... So, yeah. Come hang out with us if you're going to Tantrum Con. Let us know. Um, also, if you're a listener, we have a lot of <laughs> listeners who we don't often hear from. If you're a listener, we'd love to hear from you. So, mm. I say it every week, but get in the Discord and, and or, you know comment on our socials, whatever, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and follow us wherever you listen. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all in places. Audio goes live every Friday, so you want to stay up to date on that. Y'all ready to party? I'm so ready. All right. I'm pretty ready. We're going to get wild tonight. We got uh, Xbox Direct to talk about. We got not Pokemon to talk about. Uh, but before we get into all that, I want to know what you've been watching, playing, starting with Byron. Hey, um, all right. So for me, the Personally? list is going to be pretty short. Uh, watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I restarted that. Um, I forget how just excellent that show is. It's it's hilarious. The cast is like a 10 out of 10. Um, I just, it's, I'm having a great time. So I've never really that, watched through it. Dude, it's, it's kind of always been on my list. I've seen tons of clips. It, it's so funny. It mm-hmm. The show is if you like like Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. it's it's Parks and Rec in a in a um precinct in like a yeah, with cops. And it's hilarious. Um everybody's names are just escaping me the last like three days. But um Hot Andy Rod Sandberg. Andy Sandberg uh is really good. Like I feel like people kind of write him off because he's like goofy, he makes goofy faces and he's loud and you know, whatever, but like he's a good actor and he does a great job in this, like being funny <clears throat> and also being compelling at times, but just a great cast. Um, I also started the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, I say started. Yes. Yes. With Chris Uh-oh. Pine. Oh, um, I say started because it's hard to watch a full movie with children. Um, Oh yeah. I was watching it and then um, my wife and kids got home. I thought I had enough time and they got home early. Uh, so I paused it up. because yeah, you know, um, paused it because it's PG 13 mm-hmm. and was like, eh, I'm not gonna, I'll just watch it later. So I'll pick it back up. Uh, what I watched was super great. i loved it. It was really fun. Chris Pine is Chris Pine and just mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and so, um, I'm really excited to finish it. Uh, it was really a fun watch so far. Um, played some Dungeons and Dragons in real life. Yes, sir. Fake, fake oh, life, real you? life. All three of us, um, baby. Hey. Yeah, yep. we did. We started a new campaign, The Curse of Strahd, uh, with uh, our buddy Mikey as the DM. Um, and it is super fun, man. I love D&D Nights. They're kind of turning into this, like, event where like i mean one guy brought like uh what are they called dice trays for everybody yep pizzas uh (laughs) i made i made potions i made health potions yes Um, they really worked the best part of the night they they worked they did work uh everybody was feeling real good after drinking uh, (laughs) very healthy very 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 healthy uh (laughs) it definitely made you feel better um Oh uh, it was really fun. I really enjoy it. Uh, those are, those are like 
turning out to be like some of my favorite nights. Um, just of like, too. yeah, it's a fun group of guys, and um, so it's a lot of fun. I realized uh, this the other day. We have we have no ladies and no female characters. <clears throat> wow, yeah. we are in awful. this campaign, so we gotta fix that. But, Absolutely, um, we all um, are different races and different classes, though. That's true. That's true. No overlap. Yeah, um, no overlap at all. <clears throat> we should uh, in the break show our uh, minis over on twitch.tv slash oh, yeah. Ooh, good call. call. And explain our characters. Yeah, we should do that. That's great. That's a great idea. Thank you. Um, uh, so I've been playing that. Um, and I've been playing some Destiny among some other Destiny. games, but um, Destiny is in its like the season right before a big DLC launch, so the season is like six months long. Um, so I've finished pretty much everything. Um, there will be new content coming out in like the next month, but as for right now, it's kind of um, just on hold, which is fine because the main game I have been in is Baldur's Gate 3, dude. Yo. Um, I'm about 60 some hours in. Um, I am not done with Act 2 yet. Um, and that's Dang. because, and I feel like Act 2, I kind of, it was funny, the other day I was talking with Mikey about it, he's also really in into Baldur's Gate, and I was like, oh man, I feel like Act 2 is a lot shorter than Act 1. He's like, um, he's like, are you sure? I was like, no, I'm not sure, but <laughs> like, it just feels that way. He's like, well, because he's like, you and I have been talking about it for six days. Like, through text and playing and talking. He's like, so, I mean, that's a week of gaming. <laughs> like, you've been in Act 2. And I was like, all right, fair point. <laughs> um, so, Act 1, I think, is longer, uh, for sure. But, like, that means I was in Act 1 for, like, 30 hours. And I was in Act 2 for, like, 20-something um, I'm. I haven't moved on yet. I'm like finished with Act Two, but I haven't moved to the next area yet. Um, because there's stuff I want to do and finish up. Um, this game deserves everything that it's gotten. Um, the Game of the Year award for sure, but also all of the hype and like accolades and people like talking about it. Um, this game is amazing. If you like RPGs, if you're into like. D and D or WoW or anything like that. This this one's for you. Hop in. A thousand choices, several several hundred, if not thousands, of different endings. Like characters can leave you. You can do whatever you want. It's just excellent. Love it. I've spent like ten minutes trying to make a decision. Oh, uh, I don't know about ten minutes, but like five. Yeah. And then Mikey said it only gets worse. He's like, there were times where he's like, he and his friends were playing. And like he's like, we would like pause the game and like take a break and come back and it's like fifteen minutes of us talking Dang. about what to do. He's like, because you know, he's like, and then you just got to do it. And he's like, if you hate it, play it again. Mm-hmm. There's no sense in save scumming this game either. We're like, I didn't like that. Like, go back because it's like, dude, if you did that, you'll never get through it. You'll never get through mm-hmm. this game. You'll ne- like, it's so many decisions, so many different things <clears> can go wrong. Um, there's only been like one or two times I have gone back because I'll accidentally click something or whatever. Some like if you accidentally click on something that like makes an entire town hate you or like whatever, mm-hmm. that's kind of annoying. But that's just part of an RPG, and it's like I accidentally shot uh, an exploding barrel that killed half the town, and 
Everybody's trying <laughs> to fight me. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to go back. I'm sorry. I didn't mean Yikes. to do that. I was just trying On to walk over side. there. Yeah. But 10 out of 10. It's amazing. Loving it. Loving every second of it. GG's. And that's it. That's so you yield your time? I Can I just keep it and stop talking? Mm, that would be a pretty boring <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Another hour <laughs> of silence. Yes, I, I yield. Okay. I yield. Chair recognizes, right. chair passes to Austin. Um, so I have been also playing D&D, same group as Brian, obviously, like we talked about. Um, it, it is really fun. Curse of Strahd. I was talking with a, another friend of ours who we actually played part of this campaign with a long time ago. And he was, it was Adam. Um, and he was mm-hmm. talking about how hard Curse of Strahd is and not just like as a campaign for the players, but also running it. So mm. big shout out to Mikey for putting together a really good version of Curse of Strahd um, and going a, a bit easy on us when we needed it, like with the dying state and whatnot. Um, it is That's a really great. good, it's a really, really good story. Um, this campaign is like just really interesting and there's all kinds of stuff to it. Um, yeah, he was telling feels me like, Telling us on Sunday, like all the stuff he, some stuff he took out, some stuff he like completely added. I was like, oh my gosh, that wasn't like part of it. He was like, no, I just put that in there. <laughs> he and, did that. Uh, I, I'm, I think he did something like that the last time, and it was yeah. like perfectly seamless. It's like mm-hmm. I, I would never have known if uh, he didn't say anything. Dude, that's um, why he's has, the dungeon master, man. Yeah, that's right. The dungeon um, master, so that, master. That was very cool. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to continuing that campaign. Um, watching, I finished, uh, Reacher season two, um, which I think I, I have similar thoughts as Steven where, um, the finale was definitely better than season one, but for me, not really by a whole lot. Um, it almost was like similar in some ways and yeah. also like maybe a little bit more far-fetched, mm-hmm. um, with certain things. Uh, season one was like a little crazy. Like, not to come into your time here, uh, season one was better overall for me, Unbelievable. But, but the season two finale was better than season one finale, only because, like, yeah. season one finale was kind of just, like, just a shootout in a building with horrible CGI fire. This one was at least, was like, really a couple different locations and a little bit of variety, but it was still yeah, pretty, like, true. like, uh, out of context spoilers, I was literally, like, saying out loud, like, just push him, pick up his legs and slide him, you know, <laughs> slide him out the yep. door. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> but he's like, has to put in, you know, have a villain like, I'm going to take this knife and then I'm going <laughs> to stab you if you don't blah, blah, blah. Anyway. It's uh, Robert Patrick. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. The actor. Yes. I really like <clears throat> him a lot, um, but I just feel like he had some of the most generic dialogue yeah. i feel like almost everybody had some of the most generic dialogue ever it was like very predictable mm-hmm. when somebody was gonna say something and then some of the yes. sayings they say over and over and Dude. you're like oh he's gonna say that one this time like how <laughs> that Stevens one guy his eyes. the one guy you know used to be uh, a ladies man whatever and then he became yeah, a family yeah. man and there's that one scene where he's like out of nowhere being like weirdly fatherly to this young girl and that other yeah. like his, you know, teammates just like in the back, like smirking, like, who's this father guy that, you know, I used to, <laughs> used to not be fatherly. Who's this guy? And you're just like waiting for him to finish up. But he just keeps saying like, all right, zip that jacket up, 
lay low, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, dude, okay. And then you're just waiting yeah. for him to turn around so she could it. be like, what have you become? Who's this father? You're just like, dude. Oh my God. It's like that the whole so season where you're just like freaking yeah. eye roll, dude. But I love Alan Some Richardson. Was uh-huh. Hard to watch. Yes, he is great. I, I love him too. He, and he's perfect in the role, obviously. Yes. Um, so that's good. Um, we also watched all of Echo, um, all five episodes, mm-hmm. which felt like it was super short. I guess not all of the episodes were 40 minutes um, around that, I guess. Um, yeah, like 30 to 40. Um, I, yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I did like it. Um, I didn't love it. Uh, it's I no think Daredevil. It probably too, it's not Daredevil. I think it also... For me, it like started off strong and then was going like in a really strong direction too. And then, um, it just kind of felt like it was cut off too early. Um, and there Mm -hmm. wasn't like a whole bunch of like the payoff for me, like wasn't, um, as strong as it could have been, especially like with the first episode showing like a bunch of the history of Echo, um, and her, her people, like her heritage and their powers Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't really get so a lot what of, was happening at the end. Kind of got yes, it, but it was um, kind of, I don't know. Um, also, I I really appreciate how, like all that to say, I do appreciate how good the story was, especially um, when you're telling it from the perspective of someone uh, who can't hear or speak or even have mm. internal dialogue. Um, that has to, that sounds like impossible to pull off to me. So like huge respect in that regard for making a really good story, despite those limitations. Yeah. Um, it was cool like how things to work around it. I liked how every now and then yeah, they would ahead. cut to like no audio just to like remind us like she yeah. can't hear like footsteps around her and stuff like that. Like she is yes. a freaking baller dude. Yes. Um, and I, I love that so much, like 80% of the cast, um, either learned or knew sign, uh, pretty cool. Um, I will say. my favorite part of the, the daredevil series too, though, was when they would just like turn the cameras off. Oh yeah. So you had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I chuckled a second ago because you were like, they cut to no audio and I was like, I wonder why they did do that for Daredevil. And I was like, oh yeah. Because <laughs> it would just I mean, be like, would black be like and he'd be like, dark like, scenes. <laughs> That's what he sees, dude. Unless he's Ben Affleck, then he um, sees CGI. Like the Matrix. The blue yeah. Matrix. That's right. All right, sorry. Um, that, that was just like over here chuckling to myself. <laughs> um, I started Berserk um, Deluxe Edition Volume 2 which is actually starts on Volume 4 because each Deluxe Edition contains three volumes of Berserk um, which I, and I'm really excited to read more of that shout out to Sobri Bev for gifting me that for my birthday um, and playing I beat the campaign for Mortal Kombat 1 uh, Ooh, which was a nice. Christmas gift super fun I had a great time. It's like only about five hours long or so, but it's totally nonstop. Like from start to finish, there's zero lulls and you're always like playing as a new character and like, it's all seamless and it's just really entertaining and fun. And Johnny Cage is like 
turned out to be like one of my favorite characters because he's not like he's he's like obnoxious but he's not annoying like he mm-hmm. feels very much modeled after tony stark like even mm. in the very beginning of the game like it showed like his um his house and like the whole living room you remember in iron man 3 like how it was like no had that giant open window on the cliff and yes you do Steven. oh <laughs> and yes it was designed exactly like tony stark's house in mm. iron man 3 um and it was just great it was like really fun and then the very last like mission is like you like you get to pick whichever character you want and you basically run up this pyramid and go through this gauntlet of all these like combinations of characters from like the Mortal Kombat multiverse and you just do like one speed round with them and then move on to the next one and and it's all kinds of like crazy original combinations of characters from different universes and it was just That's awesome. Cool. I thought it was mm. great. Um after I beat that, I started the Resident Evil 4 remake on PS5. Nice. Is good? As everybody says? Yes. It oh, very, man. very much is. Um, I was very surprised. Um, I I played the original when it first came out, but I don't, like, remember a lot except for, like, the opening part of the game where you're in that small village and, like, the chainsaw guy and then, like, rescuing Ashley for the first time. Aside from that, I don't really remember like any of the boss fights or any of like the side characters and things like that. But it has been such a good, like faithful and also like surprising and fresh and interesting like version of what this game is and what it was back then. And everything about it is so polished and it's just really fun and it's like over the top in some ways like it's campy at times it's scary at times um the gameplay is just vastly improved um there's tons of new stuff in the game some stuff they cut um which makes sense and some stuff they added the visuals and all the presentation the sound design is like all so high quality and Mm -hmm. It just like really adds to the experience and <coughs> I don't know, dude, such an iconic game, like remaking it, like on one hand, it's like, just, just make the game one for one again because it was so good. But, it, but then, you know, on the other hand, it's like, well, you have to make essentially a brand new game if you're going to put it on brand new hardware and even bring it to a brand new audience as well. And they just found the absolute perfect balance of those two ideas and just made it a complete 10 out of 10. I don't think any resident evil game will ever be as good as this RE4 remake. It is just Yo. so perfect. Um, I've been having, I, I'm close to the end. I, I think I have one boss left. I th- I'm on like the second to last chapter, I believe. Um, so it has just been awesome. And then, the last thing, like we mentioned earlier, I played D&D. Like I said, Curse of Strahd. It was super fun. Um, shout out to Brian for the health potions. Uh, shout out to Steven for going super in-depth with Turgon, his uh, oh, yeah, turtle character, doing the voice oh. the whole night um, and writing out a great backstory. Um, Can we hear it? Should, Can we hear Turgon's vo- yeah, voice? Yeah, let's get a, let's get a later, clip of the <laughs> What do you want me to say? Okay. Um, I am Turgon. I am a turtle of so and so. 
<laughs> Greetings. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> hi. He said hi to one of the characters yeah, or something like that. You were like, like just, hi. Just <laughs> greeting every every character that we met, no matter I if they were like, we didn't know if they were a ghost or a real person or not. You were just saying. I don't remember. Everybody. I don't great. remember. But he said, but, um, my name is Turgon. There you go. <laughs> Hello. Cube. Before um, time began. Oh, that's too good. Um, yes, but that is pretty much it for me. Um, Steven, I'll yield it to you. Uh, me personally? <coughs> um, Brian, are you okay, dude? I'm dying. Oh, no. Um, also finished Reacher. Um, same uh, opinions. Um, I really, 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 really love Alan Richson. He's mm-hmm, what's keeping mm-hmm. me there. Um, but yeah, overall the season, I don't mean to poop one on a ton, but um, I really hope there's a season three and I hope they go back to just him without a crew. Normally I love team ups, but this yeah. one was just like Power Rangers. I, like I definitely you know. liked it more at first, like when it wasn't so many of it, when it was more mystery and less mm-hmm. action-y. I liked yeah. it more in the beginning. Yeah, agreed. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, finished that. Finished Echo as well. We liked Echo a lot. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, the, it, it wasn't perfect. Um, I did like some of the characters. I thought um, was it Chula? Her grandma was probably oh, like my favorite yes. character. She was. She yes. kind of like I don't know her emotion and. She, she was almost like the arc. front runner for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, uh, the grandpa, their little dynamic was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, Maya was cool. She just, it's hard for me to root for a character who, she was pretty one note at the, for the longest time because it was just like, she started off. I mean, they, they very, very quickly kind of went, did a recap and a backstory for her in episode one. So because it was so quick, it didn't quite resonate quite as much, even though it was super like depressing a lot, like right from the get out. Um, and she was just kind of like one thing that killed Hale and I was like, she kind of just expected her family and people to just drop everything and help her like fight a crime Lord and would like get frustrated when they would be like, I don't know about this. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Anyway, but overall, overall biscuits. Yeah. Overall was good. Um, I've been watching Fargo. I've been begging Austin to watch it for years, but he doesn't listen to anything I say. Um, Fargo. So if you don't know anything about Fargo, it was originally a movie from the Coen brothers about a murder in Minnesota. And it's just very like dark comedy, quirky, like super, you know, Hey, like I said, you know, I just said, I don't know what happened. That kind of like, all of them talk like that, and yet, like, horrific murders happen, and it was like, some of them are just accidents, and, like, the, the web just gets more and more tangled, and the police, and like, the, so polite about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and the police has to, like, trace it all the way back to the person. And so the movie was, was great. Season one is kind of a retelling of the movie, but every season is a new story. And they're all true-ish, I assume. They all say based on a true story. Um, and yeah, uh, I I knew that. 
yeah, it, so it's it's very interesting. Season one was great. Season one's got Martin Freeman, Billy Bob Thornton, Colin Hanks, Keen Peel are in it, um, and some others. Season two's uh, Patrick Wilson, Ted Danson, um, Jesse Plemons, Kristen Dunst. Oh, um, so season two is great. We're in season three now. Season three is Ewan McGregor plays two brothers and his IRL wife. Um, Hera. Mary, yeah, Elizabeth Hera. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. Um, and that one dude whose name I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great. It is gory. Um, so viewer discretion advised. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a fun watch. Like it's, it's just like a tangled dark web with these, the most like polite people. Um, Carrie Coons is in it. She was in Ghostbusters Afterlife. She was the mom. Oh, she's in season three, which is, this is the only, only the second thing I've seen her in, but she's awesome. Um, so yeah, we're, we're enjoying Fargo to the point where like the season finale Reacher came out and we were like, ah, do we watch Reacher or Fargo? But we watched Reacher. Um, anyway, uh, played D&D, had a ton of fun. Um, Austin had a B-Day at High Score Brewing. Got to hang out there a little bit Saturday night. Played some arcade games. Uh, super cool spot. Um, yeah, it's great. All their stuff is like free play. And they have like, you know, a handful of arcade machines. But they also have four authentic um classic consoles uh which is really cool too and the vibes are nice there they don't have a kitchen but they have food trucks come out all the time um and that was cool too they do have a kitchen i thought but no oh they do yes you're right they do have a kitchen so it's unoccupied food on the way um but yeah like you said the classic consoles is cool because a lot of places just have like the little raspberry pi emulators yeah Yeah, emulators But it's got like actual games and they got them kind of like chained down, but you can actually like blow on them and put them in. Austin actually had to blow on one to get it to work, which was cool. Uh, huh. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Um, I also watched Ponyo for the first time. Okay. Um, and we really liked it. Um, I, I'm trying to decide which one I like more between that and Totoro. Um, because Mm. I feel like Ponyo had a little bit more of a point. Totoro was just kind of like, a fun yeah. time, and then May went missing, and then it was over. You know what I'm saying? Whereas mm-hmm. Ponyo is like, you know, almost like Little Mermaid style story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like um, I wish uh, I need to talk about this with Asia, but I feel like um, Studio Ghibli movies, like they do fully for like the most specific things that just make it feel so real. Like they just nail like footstep Foley and just like fumbling items in their hands. Mm. And I don't know what it is. They just like emphasize dude, very food and stuff. Yes, dude. Too. Um, that's like what, what, uh, is it Hayao, Hayao Miyazaki? That's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what I yes. think of, of those yes. films. Just, just stuff like that. That's just like extra attention to detail. I feel like there's some stuff that like, I know it's a kid's movie, but I feel like 
there there was some opportunities for like like things like um Sasuke's mom Lisa um being so mad at his dad for being away or for not coming home when he was out in the water and then like they never really go into like her being worried about him being dead or anything some like some opportunities for like some emotional weight they just kind of skip that's a good and like yeah she she just kind of like over the top kind of for yeah to be funny yeah yeah um and like I've only seen two, but I, I notice in the movies like the craziest things can happen, and the parents are always just like, "Oh, okay, it's a she's a fish. She's a fish. Okay, cool. Well, come on in. Yeah. Let me make you some soup. Um, drive up this up the side of this hill while a tsunami of fish, water fish, no, is for crashing no. I don't f- I don't fully know why she was like, uh, like that was one of my questions. Was they were like, "Hey, you you can't go this way," and she's like, "I gotta get to my house." I'm like, "You're gonna freaking die." <laughs> Why do you get your house? People, I mean, it's a good thing she did because the water got so high. But she, anyway, yeah. Other than that, though, uh, I loved it. Nathan, Nathan absolutely loves it. He's watched it like eight times already. Um, (laughs) That's awesome. I wish there were more Studio Ghibli movies that were like very kid friendly because he's loving, he's loved Totoro and Ponyo. I'm sure there's something. I mean, it may not be Studio Ghibli, but like, no other cartoons. Zero family-friendly cartoons. What about um, Quest for Camelot, dude? Oh, throw sure. that one up there. Okay, uh, that's a good one. He keeps we, so it's on um, HBO, oh, I think. I yeah, and we get to yeah. the end of the movie, and it has like recommended, and it keeps showing South Park, and he keeps going to South Park. He's like, "Let's watch this." I'm like, literally. Of all the cartoons you can see, <laughs> you're trying to watch South Park right now? Not that one. Okay, let's watch. I'm kidding. Um, I think that's it. That's it for me. Sick. Quick break. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're talking Xbox Direct. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Lee. Did you know that you can find us on social media? At Movica Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And while you're there, check out the link in our bio to find us on all of our other links. We'd also love to have you join our Discord community and be a part of the conversation there. And don't forget to follow us wherever you're listening, because we're posting episodes like this one every Friday, so you can stay up to date. Give us a like, share us with your friends. We'd appreciate it. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, Xbox had a developer direct last week. I think like a couple days after the pod last week, which is how it mm-hmm. happens. Uh-huh. That's how it goes. Um, but some pretty cool stuff was shown. One thing in particular, uh, we have not seen in a long time. I feel like, I don't remember when we last saw it. We, we <laughs> talked about, oh, it's avowed by the way. <laughs> Let me go and tell you. We talked about it, Last time we talked about it was when we were recording the pod in person in this room, sweating and farting and, gasping prayer when we were done after four hours of recording um but we had yes and it was and at that time wasn't it only like the announcement trailer like yeah it was really just a teaser it didn't show any actual gameplay just i feel like like it was like cinematic in a montage of other games so it was just like a couple clips maybe maybe i'm wrong no it it was a full teaser but they were going really quick like they were they were not wasting time on any Mm -hmm. Any one teaser because that's when they showed, I think, Fable uh, yes. teaser, the first one, and then and something else too besides Avowed. 
maybe it was Starfield. I don't remember, but mm. anyway. Um, yeah, so it's from Obsidian Games. Um, they are, how are they, how, what are they in relation to Bethesda? Who? Well, they're, Which one they're Obsidian? Under, they're part of Bethesda? No, they were, uh, back okay. in the day. They uh, did Fall on New Vegas. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, then they did Outer Worlds. But I mean, I feel like it's all under it now because of mm-hmm. the Cinemax. But anyway, I, mean, oh, te- yeah. I think like technically, like, yeah, it's one way or the other. It's all. And mm-hmm. Todd Howard is executive producing. That's right. That's game. right. Yeah. Um, thoughts? Me personally? Um, it, yeah, I'm excited. What do you think? Um, yeah. When it first, my thoughts along the way, I was very excited for it when they first announced it. And then they announced Microsoft bought Bethesda. And I felt weird because I'm like, oh, if they're going to make Elder Scrolls 6, then I feel like that's going to be almost, comp- like in my my brain, like I I don't do like a, a ton of games. I don't know, specific genres. I like to have like, this is my fantasy game so like skyrim was like my fantasy game you know what i'm saying yeah um yep and so with avowed and then them doing elder scrolls 6 i was like oh i don't know how my brain is gonna handle that but elder scrolls 6 is probably like 40 years away and we actually get gameplay this one so (laughs) i'm super excited i feel like the initial trailer if i remember correctly the um was the art style a little bit more cartoony maybe for avowed yeah. No, I got the opposite vibes. Yeah. To be okay. Honest. Maybe I'm remembering think, something else then. Think like the teaser was like cinematic, um, not gameplay, obviously, and it looked a, like a little darker than mm. the gameplay that they showed with this like gameplay overview mm. thing, but not by yeah. a lot. I mean, it still looks like the same game. To yeah. Me, but yeah, I'm but I'm anyways, stoked. Yeah. I mean. I'm very excited for, you know, a fantasy open world to explore and, you know, I loved Skyrim, so something similar to that. I don't want to pigeonhole them into just comparing them to Skyrim, but obviously there are similarities. Um, I thought the trailer was sweet. It was cool to hear them talk about the game and get excited about stuff and talk about the preferences. For me personally, um, I am so tired of the desert in video games and like in anything, like I feel like Star yeah. uh, sounds lame, but like you know, so much of Star Wars was in the desert. So many other games. I remember yeah, yeah. Like when Forspoken right. was showing stuff. Wasn't Forspoken <laughs> a ton of in the desert? I was just like, dude, get yeah. us out of the desert. And a lot of this avowed gameplay is in the desert. To the point, there was one point where the one of the pers- people talking says like was comparing the like um, range of biomes and they were like you've got the vibrancy of blah 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 and the dullness of the desert and i was like maybe you shouldn't call one of your created biomes biomes dull (laughs) um but i get it um but yeah so that was the only thing that was like there was just so much desert gameplay i was like i hope to see a lot more of other stuff which they definitely talked about you know lush Mm -hmm. deserts and stuff and they talked about um you know the side quest and how like it's not just very obvious choices like um they will allegedly really affect the gameplay or at least have like serious consequences and it will be like you really just have to go with your gut on which person you think is telling the truth because they're not going to like 
hold your hand and, and help you figure it out. So yeah, overall I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think it looks sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I like Other the, thoughts? I do think I kind of agree with you a little. It's like a touch cartoony, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I think it's like, a good, I really like the art style. I feel like I agree. When games yeah. try too yeah. hard to go photo real. It just doesn't work. I agree. And I think that's kind of what people were expecting from Starfield, which is why they're like, I mean, I've talked about this where I'm like, I don't think that the like, um, it's like so bad. Like people are like, oh, the face is in Starfield. I can't even focus. I'm like, that is dumb. They're not that bad. Like, um, <laughs> I don't remember having any issue with it. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it just looks like a video game, you know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't yep. look like and it looks it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it, and it's beautiful. Honestly, in my opinion, I thought the facial expressions were like, yeah, a little dead eyed, but not crazy. Um, like I wasn't another like, one of those like, things. We, we had a kind of had this conversation recently where it's like, it's an open world game. Like don't expect too much. Like, yeah. 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 Like I'm not expecting to be naughty dog. Yeah. yeah. Right. Seems, right. Um, and yeah. So I just, I, I like the art style of this. I think the, the characters look cool. Um, the combat looks interesting. I'm not sold on the combat just yet. Um, cause it looks a little, it looks like, a little slow. Yeah. Which is fine. Cause like Skyrim's combat's pretty slow. <laughs> yeah. It's not fast, but, <laughs> but it's still super fun. And I, I mean, Baldur's yeah. Gate's turn-based. Mm-hmm. So like, I really yeah. don't think any of it's going to be bad. I just, am, I want to see more of the systems and what it looks like. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, uh, on the same topic, the art style, it looks like what Obsidian has been good at like with outer wilds um or not outer world the outer worlds mm-hmm. sorry uh that's not confusing at all but um <laughs> the yeah that art style is like it's very like fallout adjacent but yeah. with kind of a more um like dishonored um like mm-hmm. character model type mm-hmm. of thing i would say um and to me it looks really good um i like how it appears that you can easily mix and match your combat styles just like um like older bethesda stuff um like oblivion and skyrim like and easily switch between um like you can dual wield you can sword and shield you can wand you can double like dual wand or dual swords like um stuff like that also a wand is kind of interesting because normally like in fantasy stuff these days it's a staff Mm -hmm. or you can just cast the spell like straight from your hand or whatever um, yeah, so I, I like that. Did you, being you like mentioned a, pistols? Nope. They got pistols in the game. Like I was not expecting to. Oh, yes. I like, forgot. Like I, flint looking like, you know, yeah, like, that was interesting. Yeah. So maybe there's like some, you know, like a steampunk element to it or mm-hmm. something like that, but that's pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, lot, lots of weapon types. It, it looks like, uh, um, so yeah, all that stuff looks deep. And then like you were mentioning the, the side quests, um, to like having lots of outcomes and and whatnot so yeah i'm just excited i wasn't i don't know what i, I was expecting it to look like but um i'm pretty happy with what they showed yeah, yeah honestly I like i really really like the art style i think just the amount of desert i saw didn't didn't excite me but like it still looks good yeah um, it does and oh, everything else that was another cool. thing i was going to comment on it's like 
as soon as every time an, a new Unreal Engine comes out, it's like show off the desert stuff because that's yeah. what's going to look the best. The easiest to, yeah. with the sunlight yeah. and the It's all the, the same color. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Bunch of little rocks and triangles. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Shout, out, I, shout out to God of War for not having a desert. The, <laughs> well, I guess they kind of did in Elfheim. The Elfheim was, like, was kind of, but at least it was like. It was like blue sand kind of. Yeah. Weird. And like, uh, oh, Elfheim. I'm thinking of something else. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm stoked. It's launching. Uh, when did it say? Sometime this In year. Fall. Fall. Yeah, they said fall 2024. Not. They didn't give a specific release date, but fall. Mm -hmm. That's that's good. And yeah. um, that's another Game Pass day one. So. Yeah, this is one nice. of my most anticipated for the year. Um, yeah, personally. for sure. I, think I don't I even agree. know if we knew. Like back when we were talking about our most anticipated games of 2024, no. I don't think we knew. Well, like there wasn't even a release date for it yet, so. mm -mm, mm -mm. or a release window, I should say. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It does look like I'm. I'm watching the gameplay that we are coolly playing. If you're coolie. watching, coolly, okay. very coolly. Um, it looks like you can change weapons pretty like on the fly. And stuff. I noticed. Yeah, that's really really cool. I wonder if there's benefit to like only having the wand in one hand. I hope there is because. Like doing doing something like maybe stronger attacks, almost yeah, like a, a, a two handed weapon versus a right. Yeah, it looks like as you carry. Um, as oh, I did notice that too. But Steve, as you said that, it looked like the empty offhand was like charging up a spell. Yeah, into wand that was cool. As he pointed it, yeah. So maybe you're right. Yeah, it, could it be. does look like there are some cool combat systems. I, I just want to see more. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The more I'm looking at it, the more I'm like, this combat looks pretty sick. Um, first person melee stuff is always interesting to me because I don't know. Oh, it's because of how much better it is than third person. Uh -huh. Well, yeah. I mean, just like, you know, first person makes sense for guns, but like, yeah, no, I agree. it's hard it's to nail it. common for melee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if they can do it well, then that's sick. Yeah. I'm very yeah. excited. I think it looks cool and I will keep my eyes peeled. Sweet. Moving on. What's next. Yeah. Um, so Visions of Mana launches this summer. Um, Visions of Mana, I'm gonna pull up the uh, description. A new adventure begins on Visions of Mana, the first mainline title in the Mana series in over fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, immerse yourself in the vibrant graphics of this beautiful world where the powers of nature blend with the elemental aspects of mana to create a rich tapestry of life. Journey through enchanting locations with near seamless transitions in a semi open field that's yours to discover. Brace yourself for fast paced multi dimensional actions in battle to enrich your fighting experience. Use the magic of the elementals to explore this vast world to your heart's content. Awesome. Hmm. I've never played uh, any of the mana games. Um, I really like how different like the first one was to what mm -hmm. its kind of peers were at the time where it's not like a strict like turn-based combat system where it's kind of it's kind of you would think it would be from like the perspective um, and the, the type of game that it is but it's kind of more free than that um, mm -hmm. which I always thought was really cool and you know with Sea of Stars uh, winning indie game of the year mm -hmm. of 2023 like this that type of game is kind of having its renaissance in a sense 
um, which is really cool. I, I love that old JRPG style. It's like one of my favorites. So, yeah, I wasn't expecting this one to be, I guess it looks almost similar to something like, um, uh, Nino Kuni or Dragon Quest or something like that. Yeah. um, Maybe Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Xenoblade, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm Digimon. That's it. Um, I'm interested. I will keep an eye on it. It's not on my list as high as avowed, but, um, that's cool. Anytime they like, instead of just doing like a re a remaster or something like to continue a series as old as that, uh, I'm always, I appreciate it, I guess. So I I agree. Yeah. And, um, one thing I will say, this is going to sound a little hateful, but it, it looks like it should be a switch game, but I'm so glad that it's not because you don't have to worry about performance issues. Yeah. So there are rumors of the next Switch getting announced this year, right? Yeah. Like like an actual upgrade to the hardware, not like, Mm -hmm. you know, an OLED screen. Yeah, yeah, Type of thing. Like an actual successor to the Switch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny. There are rumors. It does kind of look like a Switch game, but better. I mean, just the, like... Dude, looking at like Pokemon Arceus and stuff, like yeah, zero, zero blades of grass. It was just green ground. Um, <laughs> rough. It looks it looks bad. It does so look this rough. this is this like looks like what that should have looked like. Yeah, agreed. Um, anyway, coming out this summer. It yeah. is a nice. It is a nice art style. Like the it looks cell shaded kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of like um, how uh, what's the Genshin Impact looks kind of yeah like. yeah 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 yeah. Um, not seeing much variety of landscape uh, biome territory, but you know, not every <laughs> game has to have all the biomes. That's true. Um, but yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, sure. What else we got? Ara History Untold launching fall twenty twenty four. Let me read. The description, because I have no idea what this is. The poster looks cool. Um, Build a nation and lead your citizens across the span of history to the pinnacle of human achievement as you explore new lands, develop arts and culture, conduct diplomacy, and go head-to-head with your rivals to prove you are the greatest ruler ever known. Featuring both familiar and innovative gameplay mechanics, Aura History Untold delivers an evolution in historical grand strategy with no preset paths to victory, leading to endless possibilities. The choices you make will define the world you create, your experience, and your legacy. It's your world now. Wow. Um, not typically my type of game, but I know it's kind of like a Age of Empires type thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like a yeah. civilization or something like that. Maybe yeah. not to that scale. I'm I'm not sure. Um personally we'll probably skip this. What does the um uh like the, the genre point? I might be on the Steam it. tag. What'd you say, Austin? Oh, four K. That's what I was looking for. It's like uh Is that what it is? It's not not like the resolution, strategy, but like oh four four X. Four X, yes, oh, thank 4X. you. I don't yeah. know what that means. Where, it's like um, where it's like uh, this type of strategy game where you can 
do it on like a much bigger scale or something like oh, that. Like okay. you can zoom out w- way oh. more than you typically would like with a regular RTS. Gotcha. Kind of thing. Yeah, almost know. like um, roller coaster tycoon level of <laughs> zooming out. That's that's my uh, strategy type game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, keep an eye out. I'm personally not super into these types of games, but um, I can appreciate them. My cousin really likes, I think it's Age of Empires, Mm. um, because it's just very chill for him. Every time I go to his house, he's got it up on the screen. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the graphics look pretty cool for to be able to zoom out that far. Yeah. Um, We'll see. Any other thoughts? No. Nope. No. All right. All right. Moving on. Um, <clears throat> what else we got here? One. Yeah. <sighs> Grand Theft Auto Six launching. What? Uh, I'm kidding. What? Uh huh. Saga Hellblade Two launching May 21st. You guys heard of this yes, game? Sir. I may uh, have heard of it in uh, past. It only had the most photorealistic looking gameplay trailer I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I still haven't played it. The first one. The first one is good. Like they're like gameplay wise, there's not a ton to love. Like it's pretty linear and the combat can be a tad repetitive. But the atmosphere and just like what they're what they were able to pull off with this sound design and the character mm-hmm. of Senua. It was it is just like unheard of really and Uh, she was just like a a dev or something right like not an actor at all that's yeah that's what i heard like she wasn't like it wasn't like she tried out for the role like as an actor you know anything like that um Mm -hmm. but yeah she just yeah you gotta play that one it's it's not very long either um but the first one yeah it's just definitely play the first one it is it's so cool so amazing. Describe it, it for experience. people who don't know why it's like unique and stuff. I mean, okay, so it was, it's based on this, what is she, Nordic? Is yes. that the Nordic? Uh, I don't want to give too much away either, but like basically she's someone of importance. Whoa. And, <laughs> and she is, uh, you're introduced to her kind of wandering through the Nordic lands in search of something that you're not sure what. And she's like being spoken to. You hear all these voices and in your headset, if you, I would highly suggest playing it with a headset. The devs um, also suggest that. Yes. And you find that basically she's like schizophrenic. And so she's being talked to, but like the voices are also part of the game. So like, they'll tell you like, watch out if you're about to get hit or like whatever. Uh, but the way the sound design is, is it like literally feels like they're floating around you. It doesn't just sound like, Oh, my left ear said, watch out. It's like, mm-hmm. it sounds like somebody over your shoulder said, watch out. It is so immersive and mm-hmm. there's really nothing like it in terms of sound design and like a video game character. Like it's totally unique in that way, but it, mm-hmm. it plays essentially like a third person, like, fantasy like hack god of war with no like puzzle yeah Yeah, i mean sure with uh combat that's not quite as good and it's pretty linear combat's way more linear yeah 
Yeah. The com- uh, well, the game is too, but combat definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but the the sequel, like, just unbelievable visually and yeah, um, the character. There's like so much potential with a character like this, um, and I don't even like you. I can't even imagine like what they're gonna do with the sound design in this one, because mm-hmm. um, that was like that's such a big standout in the first one. It's just there's nothing else like it. Yeah, very unique and and. You know, you talk about her basically being schizophrenic. The whole game itself was kind of like a commentary on mental health or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I didn't play it, it but I, I remember hearing very, a lot about it. It's very surreal in that mm-hmm. way. It's like very, most of it is very non-typical um, in terms of like level design and and visually. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's it's so good. It's, I would highly recommend checking it out, like Brian said, with headphones. It's, so uh, I it deals with like loss too and... Mm. Um, like, it's, like pretty ambiguous like that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I would assume this one will probably be longer. I feel like a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, pioneering games like that, that are like go into venture in a brand new territory. The first one, if it's like, you know, smaller devs or whatever, we'll do like a shorter game, almost yeah. like proof of concept, but just like, you know, yeah. yeah. Within their means yeah. to do it. And then it gets so big. Like they're like, this is the, almost like, uh, Portal, even though I guess uh, Valve wasn't necessarily tiny at the time, but Portal was kind of a short game, yeah. proof of concept, yeah. and then Portal the 2 was much longer. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then Portal 2 is like 16 hours. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yes, um, I, I'd say that's a that's probably a good comparison. And mm-hmm. also, in the first game, Senua is not really with anybody. Um, she's mm-hmm. pretty much alone through the entire thing, aside from the enemies. But in this one, like from the trailers and stuff, it looks like other characters are a lot more involved in the story. Mm. So that'd be a, something a lot different from the first game. That's cool. Yeah. Comes out May 21st. Very, Very soon. Very excited. Very soon. Very excited about that. All right. Uh, last but not least, discussion wise, uh, yep. from the direct Indiana Jones. Yeah. And the Great Circle. Um, hmm. yeah, I've been very curious about this one, uh, since they announced it several from years machine ago games. from machine games, also Bethesda. So I guess Todd, ha- Todd Howard produces this one as well. Uh, I remember seeing his name come up. Um, oh, yeah. Me- yeah. So this is a, a brand new Indiana Jones adventure it takes place between Raiders and Last Crusade. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Temple of Doom is actually takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. So this is kind of in between those two movies. Um, oh, okay. And it looks good. I think obviously the, the biggest surprise for everyone was that it was going to, that it's first person. Um, because typically yeah. that type of game is third person, like uncharted tomb Raider. And for mm-hmm. me, it was, it is disappointing because I, I, just personally very much prefer third person, but I do understand they really had to make this their own thing because of the success of Tomb Raider and Uncharted. They didn't want it to just look like another Uncharted yeah. movie or game. I, yeah. To to that point, I would say it shouldn't come as a surprise knowing what Machine Games has developed mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Like the Wolfenstein reboots mm-hmm. and they also collabed on like Doom and uh what was the other? Oh, the other Wolfenstein, uh, New Colossus, something. Or I think they. What's I? It might have been a 
<clears throat> DLC Cyber Pilot. I don't know. I mm-hmm. can't remember. But anyways, I just made oh. that up. I tricked you all. Uh, but yeah, like Wolfenstein, the Old Blood, Wolfenstein 2, the New Colossus, Young Blood, and now, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. And I really liked um, Wolfenstein, the New Order. Um, That's what it was. I wanted to play the other ones. Um, I want to mm-hmm. play those, but I haven't got to yet. But they're all on Game Pass, so I might as well. But um, anyways, yeah, I mean, the first person thing was like a little bit surprising um, to me too, even knowing it was from from Machine Games. Um, but I don't really know how I feel about it at the mm-hmm. moment, to be honest. I, I, I trust them, uh, but, you know, currently it, it is like a little bit disappointing just like hopping around. You know, there, those moments... The, Anytime, like he swings on his whip and it cuts to third person, and it, I hate oh, yeah. when games have to do that, but like you can't yes. very well show that first person, especially like games like I know Mirror's Edge is kind of a, an example of it done right. I've never played it, but that's what I've heard. But even in that, like you're free running and you like roll and stuff, and that just rolling alone gets like, oh gosh, like disorienting. <laughs> Make me seasick. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's but, funny, like, I was just watching some gameplay of the Resident Evil 4 remake VR mode, and a lot of it has to cut to third person, like, when Leon does, like, the roundhouse kick, or if he does, like, a dodge roll uh, type of thing. So, yeah, it's mm. a little, like, the the quick perspective shift. Yeah. I guess I don't know how I feel about that, really, mm-hmm. either. It, it can work, like, and it has to work, like, to an extent yeah. in like yeah. certain situations, but yeah. the, the other downside is like, you're playing as Indiana Jones. You want to see, him, you know, I feel yeah. you on that. I do. Like feel I want to see the, the scene where it's care. behind him and you see his hat and stuff. Like I, I want to see him running around <laughs> his, his jacket I, getting dirty. I don't care about that at all. That's the kind of stuff that I'm like, that's why I don't care about third person. Like who cares when your jacket's dirty or like, you know, if you get out of the water and you're wet, like that's not why I'm playing this game. Is you know, I think of, like Assassin's Creed. That's why I play uh, Uncharted though, because yeah, that's that's probably probably you, Kitty got wet, dude. dude. Tell you Uncharted what, three. um, uh, still haven't beat Uncharted because no, Brian, no, 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 no. bad take. Uh, yeah. Save it for your bad take. Uh, uh, lame. Show because you're lame. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I just another thing about I don't care about that. Combat in general is like. Third person is easier objectively, false, and, and because um, you can see around corners and like yes. when you when you cover. see yeah. and above cover and when an enemy is on you in first person he is right beside you versus third person like you can see him over here before he gets to you. Yeah, yeah. and that like in, real in that sense, yeah, exactly. I will say no. I will say like to that point also is that like first person isn't isn't really like like the human perspective. It's mm-hmm. like a very chopped off version of it. And um Indiana Jones is not whipping around and cranking nineties like Call of Duty or something like that. Like <laughs> yeah. he is like and he's also using very old but like isn't it it's like nineteen twenties or nineteen thirties or something like that. Or forties. Prob- anyway, probably, the point is the yeah, the, the weapons are not, you know, these are not a hundred attachments on a MP5, yeah. right? You know, with scoped out silencers mm-hmm. and he's not going to be wall stuff. running and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't talked about this, but freaking Troy Baker is the voice of Indiana I did not Jones. Recognize, 
I did not recognize yeah, him. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, there are moments where you're like, this sounds like Harrison Ford. There are other moments yeah, where you're like, yeah, this definitely. sounds like someone trying to sound like Harrison Ford. But overall, <laughs> like, I, I expected it to be like, you know, they've just found like a Harrison Ford impersonator, but to hear it's freaking Troy Baker's insane. For those of you who don't know, Troy Baker is a, is a, is a big voice actor. He, mm-hmm. he was Joel in Last of Us. He was dude in Infamous Second Son. He was Booker in, and uh, Death Stranding. In, he's in a lot of Shock stuff. Infinite. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's essentially in everything. He's kind of like the top video game voice actor. Yeah. I would say um, so. And. Yeah, I mean, crushed the Harrison Ford impression. Um, yeah. I uh, almost wish they would have gone oh. with an impersonator versus using actually Harrison Ford for the young scenes in uh, Dial of Destiny because he sounded so old. Anyway, um, to, speaking of Harrison Ford, is that his likeness uh, on the character model? Cause I think so. It, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah All right. it is. I was wondering if they were going to do that or if it was just going to be like, like, because Harrison Ford is, I mean, it obviously is Indiana Jones, but the character could look like whatever, yeah. Depend, yeah. but it's still LucasArts. Well, I don't know. I wasn't sure I think, if it was going to be. I think be. they did sure try they to do his it. likeness and Troy Baker's trying to sound like him. And because he, I feel like Indiana Jones is like the one character where like the actor, the director, all of them have said like no one else is going to play Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah, it, I was just, I remember being kind of thrown off when, like, you remember, like, when they first showed, like, game page, gameplay trailers for Marvel's Avengers, and it was mm-hmm. like, they were like, these aren't going to be, yeah, this the, isn't Robert yeah. Downey versions, yeah. It yeah. was like, and then it, Uncanny it Valley, of, like, yeah, yeah, in a exactly. weird spot. So I well, wasn't sure because if it was going to look that way. Look yeah, like that without looking like that. Like, yes. I think if you I, just... Yeah. Don't do it. it or yeah, don't. like just make them look different. It's fine. Yes. You know, like the comic book characters don't look anything like like uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Like Tony Stark mm-hmm. always kind of has the same look. I thought but... the um Guardians of the Galaxy game was a really mm-hmm. good version of not yeah. making them look like the Hollywood version. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that. They definitely wanted him to look like Harrison Ford cuz he definitely has the scar on his chin. I forgot. I remember oh, yeah. seeing that and being like, wow, great detail. Even, even putting the scar in there. Nice. Um, I think overall it true. This game looks pretty dope. Like, yeah, the I mean, I think it looks fun. Graphics, yeah, I agree. the lights, the, like the lighting, all that. I have one critique and that is mm-hmm. the name. Yeah. It's kind of boring. That is a stupid name and the great <laughs> circle. Um, great like circle. I get it. It's fine. Um, you know, they're like, oh, all the artifacts we found, they make a perfect circle around the room, around the world. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, name it. You got it. a title like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then yeah. you got the Great Circle. The Great Circle. Even Dial of Destiny. Um, oh, yeah, or Kingdom dude. of the Crystal Skull. Nah, that movie doesn't like, exist. But I'm saying, like, even those ones that, like, maybe aren't the best, they got dope names. Um,. At least you know. they're memorable. Like mm-hmm. this one, I almost forgot it. The big circle, or what was it? The big triangle. The big circle. The big, <laughs> a giant circle. circle. The large roundy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they use the uh, the same font in the in the credits mm-hmm. in the trailer as the movies. 
Um, I yeah, I, I mean, the, the executive producer mixed up with this and avowed. Now that I'm seeing it on, the oh, screen. maybe I did. Yeah, because I, I was thinking it too. I, I, I was thinking like, yeah, I remember seeing executive producer, but Tim, Todd Howard, but he in this. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, uh, first person isn't my my preference, but I've played and very much enjoyed plenty of first person games. So that's definitely not reason enough for me to ignore this game. I'm very excited. I will say, um, I hate to say it, but Dial of Destiny kind of poo-pooed on my enjoyment of Indiana Jones a little bit. I just can't separate. My brain just can't separate stuff. Like, knowing how... Knowing where Indiana's story goes, the fact that I hate it so much, it's hard for me to separate it personally. But I will. Mm-hmm. Um... Freaking Last Crusade poster on my wall right there, dude, for our viewers. Twitch.tv slash movie every Monday at 8 p.m. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I mean, uh, nothing really negative to say other than just personally the, the first person thing, but I love that they're, you know, this is a AAA freaking Indiana Jones game, dude. Like, I, uh, that's something I've always wanted. I, that we haven't had an Indiana Jones game in so long, and none of them yeah. have been amazing, other than like the point and clicks, allegedly. I've never played them, but. Um, they are right. Yeah. yeah, this one looks really fun. I, I think if it people take it for what it's worth, like, everybody wants every game to be Spider Man, which would be so boring. Um, but like, yes, at least this does look different. At least it do- yeah. looks like it's obviously not trying to rip off Tomb Raider or Uncharted. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate yeah. that. That's that's what I was getting at. Is I'm like, even though know, it's the main inspiration for those franchises. Yeah, yeah. And, and you you can like, I don't know, you can vary it a bit because like, you had God of War, then you had Spider Man, then you had um, Ghost of Tsushima, and you have Last of Us. It's like those are all pretty much the same game like for the most part as far as like structure and gameplay you know it varies here and here you know last of us you have more sneaky and like cover shooter god of war is more of a slasher but like you know it's that third person top down isometric kind of thing and like that's great and i really like it but that's it's kind of like marvel in my opinion like those games where it's like when they're great they're great but like I'm already starting to get kind of like, like to the point where I'm like, man, I wish Call of Duty was good. I miss, I miss <laughs> like good Call of Duty. Um, it's funny that Sony or like PlayStation doesn't have a first person franchise. True. They are like strictly was Killzone first person? Yeah, it was. It was. I I I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but I remember seeing a headline like, Sony finally shows some love to Killzone. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was in a freaking wish man a montage the, um, video or something so yeah yeah Killzone Shadowfall was like a PS4 um, launch title and it got a like a PS5 patch randomly to unlock the frame rate hmm. and okay. they showed it in in like a sizzle reel I think along with like some of the other games that are supposedly releasing like this year um, that's cool with I'm like some that. of their older stuff mm-hmm. um but I don't know if that was supposed to be a tease for anything or not. Probably not. But yeah. I just think it's funny. Like, as Brian was saying that, I was like, Sony doesn't have any first person. Well, I think that's also <laughs> why, like, sometimes, like, for just for me personally, that's why I live on Xbox. Like, you know, the PlayStation games are cool, but it's like, really, I'm only, I only come over to PlayStation for the story. It's not the game. 
you know, like, I don't know. I feel like those kinds of games, the third person fighting, you know, top down, those are a dime a dozen and they're all pretty good as far as like gameplay goes. Save it for the bad take podcast, dude. No, dude, uh, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a sizzling hot one, but like they're, <laughs> those third they're person all the same. games like Sushima are a dime a dozen, dude. Dude, they dime. are. They are. It's the story <laughs> that makes it good. It's just Assassin's Creed. There was 50 more of those before that one came oh, out. Oh, no. And, and the gameplay in Black Flag is better. But the story of Ghost of Tsushima is the best out of all of those combined. Well, like, if... you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not the fact that that game was the gameplay itself. That's the same, oh, like, dude, fight that, I'll that go combat, against. I love it's fine. Combat. It's great. It's the same as Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. It's the same mm. combat system. The only no difference parry. is the poses. No parry. There was parry. System. There was parry in one and two. It was only, it was way more. Uh, so in Assassin's Creed one and two, it was way more like you. There wasn't health bars or anything. Oh yeah, you're right. Because yeah. the new Assassin's Creeds are not my favorite, and so like, they have the little RPG. Uh, yes. Like every enemy has numbers a, when you hit yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff, which I'm not a fan of. Um, for that series, but like, so the first two, actually the first four are all that other system and it's way better, but it's the same system that they use in Ghost of Tsushima. Um, the Tsushima did innovate with like the stances. I'm not calling it a bad game, but I'm saying it's the, it is the same game, but Ghost of Tsushima is a way better, way more updated version with a story that'll make you cry 10 times, but, but I'm like, that's cool. And I'm not saying first-person games are all like you know to 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 quell the straw man real quick before anybody beats me to it. <laughs> People are like, well, first-person game, blah, blah, blah. that's not what I'm saying because like, yeah, Call of Duty has released the same game ten years in a row, and it makes me angry. Makes something good. That's why I was saying like, I wish, and I'm excited moving forward for like Indiana Jones and Avowed for these awesome first-person games. Yes, if uh, like so many first-person shooters like like COD are similar so mm-hmm. when a game like hopefully what avowed avowed is doing hopefully what indiana jones does makes the first person perspective unique and like yes yeah not doesn't feel like it's limiting i'm not going to be like man i wish i was third person so i could see the enemy coming at me like they, they make it work then i'm all over it i mean like i said i've played plenty of Sneaky, I mean, uh, uh, Thief and Dishonored, those are both mm-hmm. yep. first person, and there's those and aren't great. just run and gun, you know. You mentioned uh, Mirror's Edge earlier, mm-hmm. and that that's like, you never feel limited by the perspective. Like, first yeah. person for that game just feels very natural. And that mm-hmm. was very fresh, um, even back then, too. It was, it was pretty unique, so. Yeah. Um, one so of if the they best... can do it, and I feel like they can. I agree. Yeah. I think they can, I th- because one of the best... Um, first person games I've played in a long time and still one of my favorite games is um uh oh my god, it just looks my brain. No 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 uh Death Loop <laughs> Doom Eternal? Oh Death Loop. Oh yeah. De- Doom Eternal oh, too. Yeah. yeah, but uh but Death Loop because like there was still a like, crazy movement and yeah. like you could kind of do whatever you wanted and a um, great stealth system too. Yep. Awesome powers, great level layouts, you know, it's, all that. It's stuff. Po- it's possible. Like you can do it. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. And and I don't think it comes down to first person, third person. I think for me, it comes down to a structure type thing because 
I get really excited. That's why I love God of War so much is it's, uh, it is third person and, you know, your standard kind of hack slash game. But the coolest part is that it's also like a puzzle solving, you know, level linear based kind of third person game, which is a little different than just like, you know, here's a world, hit it with your axe and see what mm-hmm. happens. Like, it's like you can totally miss stuff. And yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of keep saying the same thing, but like them having to go the first person route, hopefully, like really made them think outside the box. Yeah, because it could have just been an Uncharted clone, and I probably would have loved it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but the fact it probably would have been good. Stuff they're like having to, you know, refigure out how to make this stuff interesting. Could be a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Could be. And it looks like there's enough cinematics too that I don't think it'll feel too yeah. like too claustrophobic. Yeah. Wolfenstein had some cool cinematics. I never played those games, but I watched yes. some gameplay and saw the trailers and stuff. Very uh, immersive and atmospheric. Than... Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Good. All right, real quick. Um Pal World. <coughs> Pal World. Sells five million copies in three days. Insane. For those who don't know what Pal World is, Dota today. Oh my gosh! As as the most played game on Steam, it has more players on Steam, just Steam, than Destiny Two does across all platforms. Destiny Two sitting at about seven hundred thousand players concurrent, and at the time when it was reported. And Power World was uh, over a million. Wow. That's so nuts. Okay, on Steam so only. That's yeah. insane. And it's also on Game Pass. So Oh, is it? All right. Well, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And they sold 5 million copies still? I'm pretty sure it's on Game Pass. Let's, or is I'm it like downloaded right copies? Now. I don't know. But for those of you who don't know, Power World. Yeah, it's on. Oh, it's the game preview. But yeah, it is. Okay. Power World. Um, probably doesn't want to be described this way, but it's basically Pokemon with guns. Yeah, sort of. Is my understanding. There is like, it is like a survival type game. Like there's base building and expansion and like stuff like that too. Um, And there's like systems in the game where you can like make your pals do like jobs. Like once you get your base going, you can have them like bring you resources and build stuff for you. Um, So it's like a pretty expansive survival type mm. game too but essentially the gameplay loop is finding the pokemon style animals and capturing them and you know using them to Almost battle like and stuff monster like hunter bazooka pokemon <laughs> but also you have a machine gun <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can yeah so all that stuff but it's yeah it is uh it i noticed like some people making some comparisons like to other games and open world games like Monster Hunter it has similarities. Um, there's a lot of like Elden Ring similarities uh, that yeah. people have pointed out. Uh, obviously I mean, Breath of the Wild like the with game the climbing is and the on Game Pass. Yeah. So it looks surprisingly decent. Like I when I agreed. I, I haven't looked into it much other than, you know, just a little bit, but my understanding was like I remember seeing the trailer a while back and just thinking like it was kind of a gimmick, you know, like Pokemon yes. with guns. Um, but it looks like they put a lot of work into it. Um, 
yeah, part of me kind of wishes that they didn't look so much just like Pokemon and they made it a little more their own thing. And I probably would have been, I don't know the, the knockoff feel, uh, yeah. makes me I not it, quite as interested. Yep. I feel the same way. And I totally, uh, I totally get it. Cause the similarities are very obvious. Yeah. Um, but I feel like though, Pokemon needs some direct competition. Agreed. Because Ooh, here's the thing, man. True. Pokemon hasn't made a good game since like Ooh. Ruby and Sapphire. Oh um, what was after well, Ruby and Sapphire? Diamond and Diamond and Pearl. Uh, the thing is they haven't game, they haven't made a different game. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I, but, to me yeah. though, the diminishing returns yeah, that's, would would make it worse. Like it was innovative and awesome and cool when we got the first one. And now that they're like still giving us the same one and they're like, yeah, check it out. And it's still a $70, $60 game now. Right. Uh, and they're still selling you two different copies of it to get everything. <laughs> so instead of like, and, uh, and like and trying to tell you they're like, Oh, it's no so- DLC. It's like, it's an entire other DLC. It's a, such an antiquated idea. Mm hmm. That's like well, the reason they did it in the first place was like to encourage like trading between Game Boys or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's like that's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, and and the fact that they're still doing it when we're like so far past connecting our Game Boys to trade. Well, I mean, uh, you to know, be honest like, with you though, it could, it's probably still just as difficult to like play with your friends online on Switch as it was <laughs> because to, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, and Nintendo refuses yeah. to like, I guess I don't know, access the internet. Yeah. Um. They've never heard of like chat or FaceTime, yeah, or anything. And, like everything's so easy to connect nowadays, and they're like, "Nah, you need a twenty-seven digit friend code." The you know Mercury has to be in retrograde. Uh, sec- can you guys second believe Thursdays of the month? Can you believe we uh, still have Netflix on the Switch? We do. Think or we do not. I, we don't. And I remember. Oh, I feel I like don't. I remember seeing. I know that's like a random example, but it's stuff mm-hmm. that like when we got the switch like freaking six years ago, it was like, it's not there yet, but it'll probably be there eventually. I, don't get me started about Nintendo, dude. I just feel like they've just kept been dragging their feet for years. Yeah. Now. Metroid prime four, like where the heck is where that? Heck? That was, that was teased like 2018 or 2019. It's insane. I was going to say also almost half of the Pokemon games released in the last Eight years or so have been like remakes, mm-hmm. and then Arceus that was supposed to be like, you know, brought in some ideas that people have wanted for so long. Yeah, mm-hmm. Power World. Like, it's supposed to be Power World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. like straight we're, up. Exactly. Like, Where? Why, why are we talking about Pokemon? This is Power World. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, I know a it lot looks, of people are interested in it. It looks awesome. It yeah. is like lots of people are streaming it too. Like it's got tons of viewership right now. Oh yeah, I was about to check that. I was about to see on Twitch if it was like the most streamed game right now or what. Yeah. Um, I don't even see it on here. It might be like that new. Oh, here it is: two hundred sixty-four thousand current viewers. To put yeah. that in perspective, Fortnite has seventy-three thousand right now. Dang! Wow. And somehow Grand Theft Auto Five has hey, two hundred forty-one thousand. There's oh, a new. There's games. a. There's an update for that. I think. Who? Cares. Ryan, Ryan. Oh my gosh. I love Grand Theft Auto, dude. 
I love Grand Theft Auto, but I do not care about GTA Online at all. I really <gasps> don't. I have no, no interest in it. I had so many fun times on GTA Online. Anyway, not with me. <laughs> True. True, dude. Any other thoughts, Pal World? Looks I, cool. I'll check out the game preview on Game Pass. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, same. Same. There you go. Um, yeah, I wish uh, Pokemon games looked like this. They look like it does look nice. GameCube games. Arceus looked like a GameCube game, dude. You're right. I think the GameCube had like more power than the Switch. Better, probably. <laughs> like, <laughs> more bl- more blades of grass. Yeah. <laughs> so many more triangles, dude. Yeah, way more triangles. Should have been. You should have seen the desert. All I know dude. is like I was. Pl- I've been playing like all my Switches now is a retro machine. Like mm. where I can play old games. Like people are like, have, have you seen the new Switch? I'm like, let me stop you right there. <laughs> I don't care. Don't need it. Don't like, need Mario. 3. Yeah, I'm don't like, need it to I, play Mario. Because you want to know looks like what? Oh man, you want to know what looks exactly like it did on N64 is Star Fox, and it looks mm-hmm. the exact same on my Switch, mm-hmm. and I'm having just as much fun playing it now. Not even updated in any sort of way. Pokemon Stadium Two, dude, same looks exactly the same. Um, and all the NES games I've been playing, Super. I'm like, that's all it is for me. It's just an emulator. Um, mm-hmm. A nostalgia don't machine. get me started on Tears of the Kingdom, dude. Don't even. I won't. Like, I won't. Oh, I. Nintendo I'm needs to step either. it up, man. Mm-hmm. The fact that that was nominated for anything. Game of the year. Yeah. Best action yeah, game, I, also. Best action game, maybe deserved a nom, but like the fact that people were like upset, I was like, get out. You probably didn't play anything else in the it mainstream. It won adventure game, didn't it? Yeah, I think it won best adventure game. Yeah. Which I'm not against, but like, honestly, like if you played any of these other games that came out, so uh, many amazing games. The fact that Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy? Legacy wasn't yeah, nominated for anything, it's it was a little. No political. one, no one talks about it. Please, but it was like it you made can't. so much money, dude. It was. I mean, it, it sold. So many it's like the number one best-selling game. It yes. was like in I North think, in North America, it North sold America, more yeah, copies yeah. than any other game in 2023. It's and insane. like That's not nuts. a word about it. And it's just because nope. nobody wants to make the fake make anybody controversy. mad, dude. Yep. Yeah. Fake controversy. It was, a, it was all completely fabricated too. It was People like were not... so mad about the person who created the thing that they love the most making four percent off of a game based on their IP <laughs> because they said something they didn't disagree wow. with. That they snubbed it at the awards. I mean, and like I don't mean to be insensitive, like, you know, not everybody with a huge platform. Like, like, like she does should just be able to say whatever they want at any given time, you know, that's fine. But being insensitive and then like, also like punishing developers are, oh, yeah. are almost, it's almost worse in my opinion. It's such like, an incredible game, dude. They put so much work and, and care into it. It's, it's okay. They're, they're wiping their tears of loss with. You know, hundred dollar bills, billion dollar bills. bills. Yeah, they, million dollar bills. They they crushed it. They know they crushed it, and like everybody's just like, please more. I hope they celebrated like at least yeah, that, like at least selling the most copies of any new game yep. in twenty twenty three. It but definitely deserved best party. action game, um, at least. Oh yeah, dude. That's one. Um, that's a game that like, how do you make that combat work so well? And they did. Mm-hmm. It really like how do you really how do you how do you how do you? How can you make so many spells at you know that easily accessible? And they figured out a way, and it was it was very satisfying. And, and it was in, in, it was like in, um, 
man, I'm having a rough time with words. <laughs> I'm not even gonna like no, like last like at church the other day, I I swapped up like four words. I was like, I'm so glad I'm not leading worship today because I'd just oh be like <laughs> like nonsense up there. Um, I don't know, maybe it's like something I'm eating or whatever. You're old. I can't feel yeah, Merry Christmas, Bibles. Sing songs. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like um it was uh creative and like new the way they did it. Um I don't can't think of the, whatever that word is. But innovative. um innovative. There it is. Um it, it, like in how they Rachel. did stuff. It, I feel like it pushed the game industry forward. Um and the fact that it was snubbed was is is just travesty. Agreed yeah. up. Terrible. All right. Quick break. Yeah, sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to get to the discussion questions. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Hey, every week we post a discussion question in our Discord. We'd love for you guys to hop in there. You can find that by going to our website, movigapodcast.com, and checking the link at the bottom for the invite link. Um, This week's question was, what movie scarred you as a child? A little light, little light topic for this week. Yeah. Um, we got some answers. I'm going to read them to you. This first one wasn't expecting <laughs> it. You know, I, I put on there, it doesn't have to be a horror movie, you know, just whatever didn't sit right with you. I wasn't expecting yeah. the first yeah. one to be the Inspector Gadget theme song. Wait, what? Theme song? <laughs> yes. I lived in New York says, honestly, I cannot explain why, but the inspector gadget theme filled me with terror. Still makes me uneasy <laughs> to hear. Bum, ba, dum, ba, dum. Dude, it's a little unsettling. Bum, ba, dum, bum, oh, yeah. The, the, bum, ba, the, uh, instrument they use like, you know, anyway, nah. I never thought of it that way. It didn't scar me, but I can see where it's coming from. You know, certain sounds just like grade on people and uh, yeah, for sure. We're praying for you. I live in New York. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be you. sure to not mention Inspector Gadget several times at Tantrum Con when I see you. Dude, <laughs> I'm so stoked to see him. It's gonna be so fun. Rye Guy says I had a babysitter watch Pet Cemetery with me when I was five years old. What? Who said that? No. What was that? Rye Guy. Rye Guy. Oh dude, my god, that gosh, is messed. Dude. Up. There's parts of that movie I still can't watch, and I'm I love scary stuff, and I can't. Damn. I gotta look away. Pass. Yikes. Yeah. Um. He says uh, I don't remember much of it, but he remembers running home and screaming, crying to his mom, or running to his mom when she picked him up screaming. And somebody said, "Hopefully they fired her." And he said, "Now nah, was our neighbor. She just didn't babysit us for a little while. Eventually, we went back because we didn't have a lot of options." <laughs> <laughs> that cemetery too. This time, uh, that's right. <laughs> All right. Player Drew says, "I watched Poltergeist when I was younger. That mirror face scene still pops in my head sometimes." Dude, that Oof. part is so messed awful. Up. If that if is that movie rated PG or Probably. PG thirteen? Freaking Poltergeist. Because Ratings were so messed up back then. Even back, I think in Jaws. 80s. I think Jaws is Man, PG. Jaws is you, PG. Yes, you're didn't right. That movie, so is Lethal like, Weapon. You said oh that my though. Gosh. But Poltergeist came out. Wait, are you talking about 1982 one? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 Not Never the mind. remake with Sam Rockwell. Uh, 2015. Yeah, I was like, uh, yes, Poltergeist 1982 is PG. Wow. Boy. Bring your Yikes. parents. Might get a little um, scared, dude. That's not the only disturbing scene in that movie. But no. Like, 
There's there are many plenty. There's like the the tree breaking through the window. Uh, the the clown puppet. Uh, yeah. The, the actual Indian burial ground remains coming oh, up in the water. Dude, the one that got me human skeletons as a kid was the the like I don't remember. I just like vaguely remember it, but like the white ghost like roaring. Oh my god, dude! And how absolutely creepy that terrifying. thing looked like with its arms and yeah. stuff sticking out. Yikes! That is a creepy design. Yeah, it is. That is. I'm pretty sure uh, that movie should executive not. produced by Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah. I don't know who yep. directed it. Oh, but uh, Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper. Yes, that's right. Hmm. I don't know what else so he's done. Creepy. But isn't uh, Craig T. Nelson in it? Who I love, Mr. Incredible. He uh, anyway. Toby Hooper also. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas, yep. The OG. Mm. And some of the sequels, I think. Uh, two. I don't know, maybe. Two. And then a movie called Life Force. Ah. Uh, 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 um. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Player Drew also says, Ernest Scared Stupid had some scary imagery in the opening sequence <laughs> from other horror movies. Hmm. Dude, I'll tell you one that is not a scary movie, but a scene scared the crap out of me. The freaking, was it Marge in the Pee yeah, Wee Mar- movie? Marge. Yeah. Dude. That's what it reminded me of too. And I feel like, um, I may not have been as scared of it if my sister wasn't like hyping up like, Oh my gosh, watch like this scene's so scary. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then it happened. And I was like, I'm never going to sleep again. <laughs> freaking scary. dude. <laughs> uh, um, oh, yeah, he says, that one's freaky. I'm looking at that right now. Yeah, no thanks. He says, oh yeah, and Are You Afraid of the Dark had some stuff that definitely pushed the boundaries of what's too scary for kids. Still can't think Ooh. of clowns without remembering that episode. Also, Professor Professor Vink with a v, v, v. I don't know. I've never heard that quote, but hopefully I did it right. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Creepy stuff, dude. Goosebumps. I couldn't watch Goosebumps as a kid. That was like, that was like the Twilight Zone for kids. Yes, very much. Um, player Drew has got some scars. We need, we need to talk through these. He's got several more. Um, he says also night on bald mountain from Fantasia was basically the devil summoning ghosts and demons at night. (laughs) Why I couldn't watch that movie as a kid. Sorcerer Mickey, not allowed in my house. Mm -hmm. Um, I also played a series of flash games called, called (laughs) X Mortis back in the day that were freaking super scary. (laughs) He says still have images from those games that pop into my head. Though, wow, wow, what a flash. Bringing it back, dude. Dang. <laughs> Those I'm like looking are... all these up and I'm like, what the frick? Dude, ex mortis. <laughs> Seriously messed up. Wow. Oh, gosh. Um, literally, the front the front page of that game has Hitler on it. So Nice, dude. Fun little game. Um, Fun little flash game. Yeah. Last one, he says, I actually liked Silent Hill 4, The Room, just for the concept of being trapped in an apartment that only has exits into upside-down-esque world where you have to fight monsters with a lead pipe or axe as your best weapons. Guns were nearly pointless in the game. Scary enemies and cutscenes, too. I've Never played heard, it? like, mixed reviews about that game, but I'm definitely interested. Hmm. Um, Augusta Schuyler says, urban legends of bloody Mary. My cousin and I watched it, fell asleep in the living room. And then we both woke up the next morning in her parents' room in their bed. <laughs> Still freaks me out that we don't know how we ended up in there. <gasps> bloody Mary, dude. Whoa. She, but she, she tucked you in. Creepy. Yikes. Creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Uh, I'm getting scared. I'm going to have to head out guys. you finish this. <laughs> uh, McDoohoo 
friend of the show says, um, okay, so I'm not a hundred percent sure this is the show. I'm <laughs> so sure this is a correct movie, but I think it was Dr. Giggles from 1992. I'm not sure who was responsible for allowing a six or seven year old Justin to watch this movie. I mean, it was the forties, dude. What do you expect? But it gave yeah. me literal Back night when he was terrors. only 67. Yeah, dude. Um, I remember running through my house to my parents' bedroom because I thought Dr. Giggles was going to take my heart. I never remember dreams, but this is one that I vividly remember to this day. Ooh, Dr. Giggles sounds like such a nice guy though. Yeah. Like Mr. Chuckle teeth. What the heck is that? Oh, it's from X-Files. One of the more recent seasons. Never heard of it. Um, Hoshteet says gremlins had some creepy scenes. Didn't help. My grandmother's craft supplies fell off the cabinet after the movie, after the movie, <laughs> when I was trying to go to sleep, slept with the light on after that. <laughs> Dang dude. Gremlins is awesome. It really is. It. As a child, I though, I probably would scare the crap out of me. Yeah. What about you guys? All right. Quick answers. I want to talk about it. Oh, wait. Um, before you get to that in the chat, Lee says, I watched the horror movie Darkness Falls, where the evil version of the Tooth Fairy. Oh, were you yes. and Kyle telling me about this one time? Yeah. And Kyle was like, "You got to watch the scene," and I said, "I don't want that image in my head," and I didn't watch nah. it. Thank you. No, nope. just watch um, the scene. It's evil so version good. of the Tooth Fairy only could dwell in the shadows, but it murdered everyone, and it was so freaking. And I was so freaking scared of the dark. Pass. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brooks that has movie, one as well. Yeah, I was gonna say that movie Darkness Falls will make you afraid of the dark for sure. Mm, no thanks. Brooke says, here's mine, The Grudge. I literally still have nightmares for 20 years. I can't stand the way the ghosts look, the ghosts look, the sounds they make, the sound they make, and the way they can go anywhere and get anyone is so unfair. Dude, it is unbelievably messed up. Yes. It's because they get get their, like, (laughs) voice box ripped out. Oh. um, I remember... (laughs) I remember going to the movie theater in, I'm not sure when The Grudge 2 came out. I can't remember what year, but I was going to the movies and I was with Brooks and my mom. And she would take us to the movies all the time. And they were, they wanted to go see something that I had already seen. So I was like, I'll go see The Grudge 2 because I've already seen whatever movie y'all are seeing. And um, I'll go by myself. And there were two other people in the theater. And one person was sitting at the very front. And one person was sitting at the very back. So I sat directly in the middle. And I will not forget that at one point during the movie, I don't know if it was like some trick of the light or the projector behind me, but a reflection shined (laughs) on one of the seats, one of the backs of the seats uh, for like a split second. And it was like the ghost, the face of her right there flashed in front of my eyes and oh um i gosh, thought dude. i would meet my creator that day i, I <laughs> thought i would i thought uh, there was no uh-huh. hope left for me i thought i would not escape um <clears throat> and that movie i was Rick, very dude. i was very unhappy with myself for seeing that movie alone without my mom and my brother um Yikes. and it was totally my i have no one else to blame but myself i could have gone and seen Whatever it was, War of the Worlds or whatever came oh, out. Oh, freak yeah. That dude. year. I should have gone to see that. Again. That'll scar you too, though. Yeah, yeah, not as much, though. Dude, that lady who's running and she turns into dust right in front of the camera and her face is just like. <gasps> dude, when it, the dust gets on them, like, mm-hmm. and it's like. He's, he's like. like <laughs> that's, 
Yikes. Oh my gosh, what a great freaking movie, dude. It's yeah. a really good. I watched it. I rewatched that is it a great recently. Movie. It's awesome. So good. Um, uh, but yeah, the Brooks said the grudge. That's kind of it for me too. But the experience that I had watching the grudge two definitely stuck with me more than, than watching the first one. So yeah, that's, that's my answer. I watch, I love horror movies and video games and you know, whatever else. Um, and some of it is, is really disturbing or like really scarring, like messed up stuff, but it's always like, I can almost always like make a separation like in my mind. But when you have like, who was, was it Rye guy or who said gremlins? Um, mm-hmm. um I can't remember. I think Hoshdeet said gremlins. Like when something in real life happens like to you or around you, that leaves like a, an impression, like his grandmother's sewing kit falling off of the, Mm -hmm. like right after he watched gremlins and was probably like really on edge or scared like you just remember that stuff and it just kind of sticks with you forever Mm -hmm. and uh the grudge too like seeing the face of yamako or whoever like whatever the ghost name is on the back of the seat i swear it was like that's what it was like the projector like tilted down for a second and her face was perfectly on (laughs) the back of the seat in front of me and oh my yeah, gosh, I, dude! It was just—I wanted to cry alone. I Dang, pulled I up and covered my ears in the darkness. <laughs> Go follow uh, Moviga on Twitch, <laughs> or, or she'll visit you tonight. <laughs> That's such a grudge, you. Yeah. Um, is that your answer? That's my answer. Yeah, the grudge Good answer. in the theater. Yeah, watched alone. The ghost haunted me in the theater. Alone? It was a real what the thing. freak is wrong with you? Well. There was, like I said, there was one person in the very front and one person in the very back and I sat right in the middle and yeah. What a guy I did that, right? Dr. Brian? Uh, all right. I have two answers because one is like a fun scared, you know, or okay. I, okay. like fun scarring. Like, probably the only horror movie I've ever watched and like enjoyed a little bit. Uh, that's Paranormal Activity. Yes, um, I love paranormal. I don't know why I liked it that one because it was like really scary. Um, the first one is pretty I think it's the stuff. Yeah, I think it's just the experience of like what, like you were saying, like I had a good experience. So it was like us all together. And we're all like screaming and yelling and yeah. you know, <laughs> almost making it like funny, you know. And um, so, but it still stuck with me, and I had a copy and I burnt it because I was like, nope. Whoa, um, not today, Satan. Nope. And then uh, the number one movie that scarred me the most uh, that I hate more than anything in the whole world is the movie called The Right with Anthony Hopkins and uh, Milo. Um, Ventimiglia. 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 I, I believe it's pronounced Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. Yeah. Um, where it's about to uh, an atheist priest and then Milo's character, who's a priest questioning his faith, they send him to go work with Anthony Hopkins, who turns out to be possessed. And uh, I saw that in the theater with uh, one of my ex-girlfriends. Guess which one? Hey-o. And um, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Uh, no, the one who was basically a demon herself. But oh, uh, Toby Jones was in it too. Oh, yeah. Of, yep. of talent of Destiny fame. Yes. Um, and the, the scene where Anthony Hopkins finally kind of like, like, you know, is going all out. I hate so much. And my stomach 
turns right now, even thinking about it. I hate mm. that movie. Kept me awake Dude. for months it's afterwards. A, that's a pretty, like, if you're into that type of, like, if you like supernatural horror movies, I will say that's, mm-hmm. like, a pretty good one. It's, like, it's not amazing, but it's pretty decent. Like, and it's scary, so. Yeah, it is real scary. I didn't watch it that back whole, when it first came out. I watched it, horse like, you know, scene? within the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. No, <laughs> sir. No, sir. Yeah. I'm out on all of that. Uh, good riddance. Never want to see it again. Dude, I'm trying to think of this and one And I invoke show. the name of Jesus on it. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of this one show. It's not going to make mean anything to anyone because I can't think of the name. I feel like it was called like Now and Again or something like that where this guy, they like changed his body or he, he was like an old, like crusty old dude and he like, maybe it was some sort of experiment where they put his brain inside like a, you know, fit younger guy to like do, it was like some government experiment where he could do like, you know, fight crime for them. With Ryan Reynolds? No. Oh, that one. Oh yeah, I know. What you're I forget what about. that's called, but no. Yeah, but I was yeah. about. It's like the same um, thing, and he like slowly is like remembering his past life or whatever. Yeah, no. This is yeah. some old show. I feel like it was I like that now and good. now and again, or now and then, or something. I can't remember. Now and later. anyway, now and later. Um, <laughs> there was some villain who like literally turned people to dust, kind of like War of the Worlds, and I just remember. It was probably so crappy looking, but as a kid seeing it happen. And I remember my sister had a friend over and they burnt popcorn when I was watching that scene. So for years, whenever I smelled burnt popcorn, I was terrified because it made me feel like, you know, that one part. Anyway, I have several, but I'm going to go through them quickly because I'm a scared boy. Um, Definitely The Ring. My sister loved scary movies and she would watch them and I would like walk in the room and see the worst scene possible. The ring was the one where the girl like her like head drops or something after she got ringed. Her jaw like comes yeah completely dislocates and she's like in Dude. the closet when they find her. And the way that they show that is like it's like Jarring. how the pol- the police can't like photos like the crime scene photos and it like zooms in like super quick in two like quick flashes mm. and like puts it. Super zoomed in, like right Mm-mm. in front of the camera. It's so messed up. Awful. God, I hate horror movies so. Same. Much. I'm ready to oh, finish I love this them so, so much. much. Um, <clears throat> Jaws, obviously. Um, the <laughs> the, the, the the final death absolutely scarred me as a kid, especially the way like insert cuts in his face, like spitting blood. And he's like, yeah, dude, dude, scarred me. Um, signs. Yeah, I was scared of aliens for like two years after I saw the movie when I was a kid. I don't know why my parents. I don't know why my parents let me watch some of the stuff, um, but I like checked cabinets. I would like if I was at somebody's house. Sorry if you had anything. <laughs> wasn't it a thing? Wasn't it a thing where they were like in the cabinets or something? Maybe no. just under the door in the kitchen. Yeah, under the door in the kitchen. the The whole thing was the like the glasses of water that she would leave out and she wouldn't drink them because they were like contaminated and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, I I feel like I remember maybe my parents saying something about cabinets. So I thought that they were in cabinets. So every time I went to the bathroom, if your shower curtain was shut, I'm opening it. I'm checking the cabinets to make sure I ain't no aliens. Cabinets is from the sixth sense. Maybe it was Mm. that. Because they would like slam open. There was like that one scene like in the beginning where they were like all opening and shutting 
Oh, my oh no, gosh. they all came open when his mom like turned around and she thought he was the one that did it. I think that's what. Mm. Um, Lee says he watched Untouchables. Dude, Untouchables got some scarring scenes in that too, for sure. Really, really? Oh yeah. Have you seen it? No. It's so good, dude. Hmm. Uh, that's Sean Connery's Oscar. That might be his only Oscar. I can't remember. Oh. Um. So signs. Uh, Mars Attacks is like a goofy movie. I've probably told this story before, but when I was a kid and everyone else was asleep, we had Time Warner Cable and the info showed Superman 4 and I was a kid and I was like, Superman! But it was Mars Attacks, like he got it wrong. So I was just sitting there waiting for Superman to come in and save the day, watching these like most horrific deaths and these creepy (laughs) as frick looking aliens, dude. Yeah. So you were watching Mars Attacks thinking it was Superman 4 the entire time yes. until Superman <laughs> You're like, never showed up. When did up. Superman come? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. I was probably like six or seven. It was terrifying, dude. That, that They still freak me out. You got big eyes like that? Mm-mm. And the way they like kill people, I mean like all these, all these, like I disturbing deaths is like, that's it for me. Like I can't do it. And like freaking Jack Black, Michael J. Like every actor that I love getting completely roasted or dismembered. Terrifying. Okay, a couple more. Okay, an old version of War of the Worlds had a scene where a lady got squished by one of the tripods, and it was just some poor, like, young lady running, and you just see the tripod squish her, and it was, like, the brightest color blood, red blood spreading out, and, like, dude, that scarred me so much. I still have that image in my head. I'm going faster. Last one. Last one, because this one's really random, but I feel like you might know it, Austin. Did you ever see Mind Hunters? I think it was called Mind Hunters with L- like that LL Cool J. No, What's Mind I haven't. Goblin? I haven't. I'll <laughs> 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 tell you uh, in the post show. Um, <laughs> Mind Hunters had like LL Cool J and Val Kilmer. I think. Wow, what a lineup! I know. Yes, you're right. And Val Kilmer is barely in it. Christian Slater as well. Okay. And there's a scene where they're like on this island or something, and it's almost like a fun house of an island. I know exactly what you're about to say. Oh that shoot! Is and there's like a up. booby trap scene, and it and it's liquid nitrogen, and it sprays all over the guy, and he falls backwards and just crumbles and shatters, and it's just like yeah, he shattered apart body like parts. He's and uh, like a fragile ice statue, except he's like alive when it's happening. Dude. In the first. Like when he first falls back, it's like up to his shins sticks to the ground, and the rest of him breaks off from them. Wait, which one was this? This mind was Hunters. Mind Mind Hunters. Oh, I did. Mind Mind Goblin. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> you should check it out. Yeah, I remember that scene too. That was pretty. No- it reminds me oh. of in the first Resident Evil movie, the laser trap, where it like. Like the la- they were down this hallway and like the laser would like come towards them. Oh and they yeah, would yeah, yeah, jump yeah, over yeah, it or gosh. dodge under it. And then the last one is like mm-hmm. completely undodgeable. It's just like just a, a whole chain matrix. Link face. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've remember never seen that, that scene. I've never seen the movie, but I, I've seen the scene of is it Thirteen Ghosts where that like wire just like slices through mm-hmm. all the people on the yep. ship, or yep. maybe it's a Ghost yep. Ship. Ghost Ship. Yep. Something like that. Anyway, yep. terrifying stuff. dude. Nasty stuff disturbing All violence right. I just podcast is over see ya it I really guess. is I don't want to talk about this um, anymore yeah 
<laughs> um, thank you for all your submissions. Uh, if, if you didn't get to do it this week, be sure to do it next week. Hop on our Discord. You can find us everywhere we are by going to movigapodcast.com. Lee's still throwing them out in the chat right now. Old Prince Valiant movie. Wicked worried about quicksand being a thing you'll probably die from. Oh, my gosh. It's out there, dude. It'll get you. Philadelphia, Wait, about the Not the Princess Bride, right? I don't know. Right? Anyway. That had, there's a quicksand scene. Like yeah. The, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what he's talking about? Anyway. Um, yeah. Go to MoviegaPodcast.com. You can find us everywhere we are. We'd love to, for you to follow us on Twitch, um, where we're streaming multiple things throughout the week. You can also watch us straight from the website. Um, hop in the chat there. Throw some gifts out. Some cool emotes. <laughs> Um, it's fun to hang out there. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all them places. Are the audio from our podcasts go live every Friday? So we want to stay up to date on that. Give us a like, share us with your friends, and hop on our Discord. Lots of conversation going on there throughout the week, and uh, that's where you can do the discussion question and play Minecraft and hop in chats with people and play some games. Um, and I think that about does it. Don't miss us at Tantrum Con if you're going. We're probably going to stream a little bit at Tantrum Con. Um, planning on playing lots of games so be on the lookout um, on our Twitch on our website for uh, some games streaming some games excited to meet up with some of you and uh, hang out for the weekend any other thoughts any last words GG's GG's alright boys did we do the discussion question of the week Um, we didn't say one for next week did you have one in mind um, there's a couple on the list that yeah, we still have. Some, yeah, the first one looks good to me. Yeah, same. I wrote it. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Best Easter egg. Dude, I remember, uh... That's next week, Steven! You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Come tune in next week to find out what I remember. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks for being here. Everyone else, thanks for listening. We love you, and we'll see you later. <laughs>